welcome to SearchSecurity.com's Threat Monitor podcast for October 19, 2006, where we offer expert advice on the latest information security threats. I am Kristen Cipolletti. And now for this week's edition of Threat Monitor, Defensive Measures for Evolving Phishing Tactics by Ed Scotus. Did you see what happened to AT&T in August 2006? According to press reports, attackers hacked into sbcdslstore.com, a website that AT&T's customers used to purchase DSL service and equipment, and pilfered about 19,000 customer records. Those records included names, credit card numbers, and email addresses. While you may be thinking, what's the big deal, this happens all the time, this tip will examine why this event was a big deal, how it leveraged a new phishing technique, and what enterprises can do to defend against these types of attacks. Rather than simply cloning credit cards and going on a shopping spree, the AT&T hackers decided to augment their stolen information load to make it more suitable for full-scale identity theft. To achieve this, they decided to execute a follow-up attack using a new twist on a tried-and-true phishing tactic. They sent phished messages to the email addresses they stole, using the last four digits of the recipient's real credit cards to establish credibility. The goal was to lure victims into clicking links to a fake AT&T website where they then would be asked to provide their dates of birth and social security numbers. Essentially, the bad guys were using a little bit of information they had stole to get a lot more. While some diligent customers, including at least one journalist, recognized the .org suffix on the bad guy's fake website and realized it was a con, it's worth wondering what AT&T's marketing personnel was thinking when they created the original sbcdslstore.com URL. What if the bad guys had registered a close variation of the address, such as sdbslstore.com or sbcdslstore.com or anything else in this alphabet soup of names? Branding problems and URLs aside, it's quite clear that the days when we could tell our users to spot phishing attacks by merely looking at mistyped words in the, in the emails are long gone. So what can enterprises do to educate users and defend against these new types of phishing attacks? You can start by instilling an inherent mistrust of email. Explain to your users that messages are typically easy to spoof and are sent in clear text. Next, instruct them that should they receive an email requesting sensitive information, regardless of whether the message is suspicious or not, to follow up using methods independent of the email itself. Also, tell users not to click on an email link that they've received from credit card companies, banks, or e-commerce sites that describe a problem with their accounts. Instead, users should call the company using a phone number on their credit card billing statement or recent receipts. Never call a phone number included in an email because phone phishing threats are on the rise as well. If the user doesn't have a phone number to use, Another option is to browse to the provider's site, again, not by using the link in an email, but instead by typing in a known legitimate URL into their browser. Then they can log on to the known trusted site. Next, consider deploying website checking software such as McAfee's free Site Advisor, available at siteadvisor.com. This Internet Explorer and Firefox e extension tool inspects websites in real time to determine if they are legitimate or fake. Then, using McAfee's own research and analysis, SiteAdvisor gives the site a safety rating. It's important to note, however, that SiteAdvisor's results aren't perfect. I learned this when my own website was deemed a potential menace simply because I have written articles on malware. 
Nonetheless, it does give users a little more to go on than blind trust. Also, deploy and vigorously update the anti-malware and anti-spam software associated with your mail servers. Although they may have trouble with very targeted phishing attacks, like, like those used in the AT&T case, a huge number of widespread phishing attacks are stopped by such products. Finally, given the new raised stakes in the phishing games, user awareness programs and your current technical defenses against such attacks should be augmented. That concludes this week's edition of SearchSecurity.com's Threat Monitor podcast. You can download more of our podcasts by visiting our website at www.searchsecurity.com forward slash podcast. Thanks for listening.